0: Hey, everybody, it's Joe Trippy, and welcome back to That Trippy Show. Today, yeah, we got to talk about the debt ceiling, and Fox is now really worried about AI. And of course, we get to a few of your questions. Alex, where should
1: we start? This is going to be a fun one today, Joe. I think I think we we got a lot to cover and we get to play a clip. We haven't played a clip in a long time and I am both excited oh, cool. and a little scared about this one. So we'll get there in yeah, a minute. Yeah,
0: well there's absolutely a lot to be scared about or afraid of <laughs> if you're if, you, if you're a Fox News viewer. Okay.
1: <laughs> so first we we got to talk about the big really big news. Obviously, I, it looks like we finally have a debt ceiling deal. Deal was announced Saturday night. Uh, House just voted on it about 24 hours ago. Since since we're now recording this, uh, about 165 Democrats and almost that many, but not as many Republicans, voted for it. Finally got a deal extension through 2025. Joe, this has to be a win for Joe Biden, right?
0: Of course it is. I mean, I mean, you know, but but it's another quiet win. Uh, no blowing of trumpets and doing a victory lap, which is. What's the, you know, it's the strength of the Biden presidency that he just quietly gets it done. He knows how the Senate and the House work. He knows where the levers are. He knows how to, you know, you you don't want to go out and brag that you got everything you wanted and the other side didn't get anything and any of that stuff because that just makes it harder for McCarthy to get, you know, in, in, in leadership on the Democratic side to line up the votes he does what he needs to do and gets out of the way and make, and, you know, and gets like a massive vote. I mean, it's like over 300 votes in favor of this thing. Sure. There were progressives like Ro Khanna who complained that they, you know, the, the left didn't get it, you know, that he didn't get enough. But I think some of that is again, um, kind of, you know, it helps, it helps to, to, uh, to get the votes that we need in the Senate and elsewhere, to have, uh, you know, to not be uh, out there just banging the drum that uh, Joe Biden outsmarted the Republicans, and which, by the way, is what the MAGA crowd is doing. Right? They're they're out there complaining,
1: screaming for McCarthy's head.
0: On one yeah. hand, they complain every day that Joe Biden is over the hill, senile, can't tie his shoes, uh, has no con- cognitive. Uh, ability whatsoever. Um, that's their, you know, the, the mantra. And then they immediately switch to, you've been outsmarted by Joe Biden. You know, he, he, you know, it's like, well, if you were outsmarted by this guy again, um, you might want to start realizing he's damn good at what he does. He knows how to get these critical bills passed. And, um, and he did it again, and it won't be uh, like I said. The and he said, not everybody's going to be happy. There'll be people who are unhappy on both sides. But damn, there's no one out there who thought there were going to be 300 votes, over 300 votes in favor of it. That's a a, a significant um, a victory, and far more Republicans opposed it than Democrats. Um, so again, it was the Democrats who and Biden who saved the country from going into default. You know. It's going to be interesting to see. I still, I'm still not sure that McCarthy is out of trouble here. I mean, we'll see how that plays out. Joe, why do you say he's not out of trouble yet? You know, look, you can see that this has really been about a big split in the House. And there's only, he's only got the House, his speakership by five votes, clearly far more than five Republicans and, you know, MAGA cult folks voted against this thing and are screaming for his head. So the, you know, the real question here is I think the thing standing in the way of it, is there anybody else in the caucus that could get the 218 votes to become speaker if they, you know, if they take McCarthy out? Because frankly, you know, look how many how many votes they forced the last time. Could Jim Jordan get? All those those uh, members in the Republican Party who actually voted with Democrats for this thing, because that he'd need some of them. I, it's it, it may be that what saves them is that there's no one that, a, you know, that the 218 can get can get behind, even though they're all ticked at him. And uh, and, you know, for different reasons, either he didn't get enough or he, he gave too much away.
1: The other side of this coin, and I think this kind of backs up your point, Joe. Is I mean the polls are not looking good for the GOP right now. I mean, any way you slice it, they have a really tough path in the House next year. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of Republicans in Biden districts, and a new poll. I think this was Navigator, the new Navigator, yeah, bat- Navigator. battleground yeah. survey. In short, Democratic incumbents are net favorable by five. Republican incumbents, not just in Trump won districts, where they're seven points unfavorable but they're unfavorable in Biden one di- districts by five. So, I mean, they are in real trouble just in terms of the map. Like, it's Kevin McCarthy's speakership is probably going to be ended by about, you know, 90 million American voters next year if it doesn't come before that. Yeah, no,
0: right now, look, like you said, I mean, uh, Democratic incumbents are, have a net positive five. Republican incumbents in Biden districts have a net negative five. And like, as you pointed out, in Trump districts. The Republican, that's the real number yeah, that's scary. That's scary. You got to be freaked out because it's minus seven uh, for Republican incumbents in a Trump district uh, on their you know, on their approval and favorability. And so, like, you know, look, it's pretty clear. And this is, gets down to it's even also I think it, it sort of points up the DeSantis problem of, you know, of going after. I mean, I just think in the end. Uh, even if DeSantis were to 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 somehow get the nomination, he's going to be, I think, parroting all these things that have have caused this this net unfavorable for Republicans in the House. And if
1: anything, he'll have to sell it harder.
0: Yeah, no, because he he came out, you know, uh, uh, for default, along with uh, with Trump. Um it's clear that that was it was damaging. That this was a a a really one of the reasons I think they got three hundred over three hundred votes is because so many in in the Republicans in the House realized we just got to get this thing off off the front pages, off the TV. I mean, it's the longer this this default stuff of theirs, their plan was out there, the more damage was done. And I think in the end, they they just literally. Went to the exit door as fast as they could. Well,
1: and it, it's clear that the the play of just blaming Congress and blaming Joe Biden did not work for them. I mean, one thing I know you mentioned Rokana earlier. I think he really does get it. He pointed out that this was essentially a hostage negotiation. I know you mentioned that, and you know there's a real system problem. Yeah, some Democrats voted against it. I know Roe was one of them, but I think it was telling that. If the Democrats needed all 213 Democratic votes in the House to show up, they would have gotten them. This actually allowed a bunch of them to vote no, so it could have been 350, 360 votes very easily.
0: Yeah, no, no. I, I think look, the, the the progressives like Roe who were disappointed, you, you know, had had problems with it, but they all would have voted for it if they thought that they would have caused an actual default. Unlike, because right, they get it. There's only it's not two options, right? It's exactly. But unlike the other side where I'm sure, you know, Chip Roy. (laughs) Yeah, there was under no circumstances uh, were those people going to vote for this. And that's why, you know, a lot of us thought, look, if it it just was a partisan vote, if that's how this thing actually came down, there was, you know, that's how we would default because there was no way, no way in hell. McCarthy could deliver the caucus. Uh, you know, it, the speaker was essentially at the mercy of what what was saleable to Democrats to get their votes, and I think Biden understood that. And so, yeah, he, we didn't get everything, but look, you got it. You know, uh, it, you know, there 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 won't be any debt ceiling mess until after the next presidential election. You know, I mean, it's I mean, some of the stuff. Uh, because now it, it, you know after it's passed the house uh there's far less uh reason to uh to to not talk about how you know what a really good deal Biden actually got i mean it's like less than uh, you know i mean even on on the snap um and food stamps and, you know uh, uh where they wanted republicans wanted to require you know have work requirements the the actual what actually happened in the deal was moving able-bodied who have no children or dependents, that they would have a work requirement. And that was raised from age of 50 up to 54. It's fewer than 1% of people in this program. So in other words, they got, they got some, a shift of four years, cruel as hell. But they got that for a shift, you know, including for uh, four more years of people, and it resulted in in making it tougher on one percent of the people in that program. So that, that's not like you know being able to hold ninety nine percent of it, pretty damn good. Given that was like one of their big serious, you know, huge you know, huge things yeah, they were going no after. No deal. It was like that. We bust. don't get this. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. So. When you look at the, when you actually look at the the deal, and and even the things we're saying, oh my gosh, they've done this or they got that, they didn't get very much, nothing, not, not anything at all. And they say, hey, oh, we, there's nothing in this deal that Biden and the Democrats got. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll tell you what we got. We didn't default and take the country over a cliff and maybe the world economy with it you assholes we didn't get anything give me a fucking break that's the
1: one that you know i i got, we got a bunch of questions this week couple on twitter couple to that trippy show at gmail.com i'll plug that now you know saying and you know, how do you maximize the opportunity to win on this well it's pretty clear he won this joe biden won this
0: from the results and the country won right. the country won no thanks to the republican uh house
1: well who couldn't have done it
0: it without the democratic votes that that biden in the leadership whipped.
1: you know before we move on because i really want to get to a couple more questions i do want to just point out the strategy here from joe biden was really brilliant occasionally and not occasionally he gets a lot of flack for not being this really savvy political operator but this is exactly what it was before this deal was announced last saturday he was taking fire basically from everybody they announced the deal And then in those like three or four days, all the people, even on the far left, that were complaining about being iced out, they did a ton of one-to-one outreach and brought them in, Yeah. brought them into the tent. And I just want to quote this Yahoo News article that I know you had retweeted too, but they said, it was a major victory for Biden, not just preventing an economic calamity that could have come with a debt ceiling breach, but proving five months into a divided government that the White House and House Democrats have persevered through what seemed at times like a rocky relationship. They knew what they were doing, and they got it
0: done. They've done that every time on infrastructure, on every bill that needed to happen, every big item that had to happen. It had, you know, like where we were right on the brink, uh, and everybody's saying can't be done, can't be done. Joe Biden's done it. And that is in the face of massive obstructionist, authoritarian, screw Biden, kick the economy uh, uh, because if the, if the economy collapses, that screws Biden even more opposition. I mean, they, it, it is a, a fact that this guy has now got now going into the third year of his presidency, Joe Biden's gotten more done than just about any president in the first, in the same period, um, on major, major stuff. Um, and unlike everybody else, all the other presidents we talk about who, who like LBJ and others, you you know, Joe Biden has the Senate by, you you know, a tie vote and the, the vice president breaks. And, um, it, you know, essentially, I mean, basically, a, 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 you, know, you, you know, no room for any error in the Senate and doesn't have the House by, you know, how tight that is. So, yeah, guess, you know, so if the Republicans wanted to stop this, if they, re, you know, I'm talking, you know, it, it, I, we would have, could we have gotten to the point where, and we, a lot of people were asking this last week, are there five sane Republicans who will vote with every Democrat if that's what it takes? You know, what 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 I think got proven here is again just how many insane chaos Republicans are in the House that did not vote for this, will not vote for it, may take out their speaker because of it. And if you need any more evidence for why you don't want to return a Republican majority that would just have more of these hostage takers. Elected, because trust me, wait till you see who they nominate this year. It's going to be even crazier than 2022. The nutcases that the, and the cult folks and the um, and just the complete authoritarian anti-democracy candidates that they have put out there. This is what we're. This is how close we've come. And it only gets worse if more of them win. And by the way, they all get it. Not They're all going to be looking over their shoulder at being primaried by a Trumpy DeSantis off the rails um, uh, MAGA uh, cult member. So that's where we're headed. That's where this party wants to go. And no one's going to stop it, Even if, even if, uh, again, we keep pointing this out. Yeah, I'm sure... Tim Scott will be a great nominee. Good luck. It's not going to happen. Mike Mike Pence next week, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're we're probably not even going to bring that. It's a sign of the times and where we are in the party where, in theory, there should be a contested nomination that the former vice president, who could have been the face of the off-ramp for Never Trump or whatever, is going to run. And we probably won't even talk about it. So, Joe, you mentioned the DeSantis thing. You you mentioned a little bit about the GOP landscape, and this was a question we got. This was from Jeff from Tacoma, and I think Jeff in Tacoma is spending a decent amount of time listening, not just to our podcast, but some of our friends like the Lincoln Project podcast. I know this is straight out of a Rick Wilson podcast, so I, I know he's listening to The Enemies List. He asks, is Trump actually the most disciplined of the GOP candidates right now? He actually seems to be hitting Biden in the economy while the rest of them are just attacking Trump and, and just mashing the culture wars.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, look, I think, first of all, we, we've all said that he's got a much better team um, this time than either 2016 or 2020. In that sense, it's more dangerous because they know th- this this is not a bunch of blowhard assholes. They're, they're assholes, but they know what they're doing. So that makes them, I think, more dangerous. And I think, you know, so you see Trump. The, the question is, can they really, is Trump disciplined? And we all know the answer to that. No. So there's going to be no way in hell uh, they keep this up. Like to uh, evidently now he's back on that if elected he'll end birthright citizenship. Yeah, that I mean, it's unconstitutional. It's like a foundational thing. <laughs> you know, that's how the country got got started here, you know. Uh, uh, and it's been that way since uh, since we've you know since we've been a country. But he's gonna if you know if you vote for him, he'll make sure birthright citizenship is
1: dead. Which, uh, did he do that? It was, wasn't he president with a Republican Congress and able to maybe take, did he do that?
0: I, no, I he, I he, he, he didn't did. do that. It was like, you know, going to build the wall in the Mexico mm-hmm. and pay for it stuff too. It's, it's insane. And I think, look, I don't know if this is one-upping DeSantis, you know, on like, you know, really mean, how, how could I do something even mean and uglier and, and crazier than DeSantis has been doing? or what but it, you know they both could continue this this fight going further and further down the doom drain uh with Fox News by the way and I
1: was really hoping you'd make that reference yeah yep.
0: right and so you know it, 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 it's unclear to me I I mean what is clear to me is he's got a much better team around him it's but when you see things like this it's I mean did they Did they say, "Hey, go do this," or is this just Trump? I think it's just Trump, and they're probably. But but it's the same way with Desantis. I mean, how much, how hard more could Desantis go? I mean, will they start? You know, Desantis start doing you know complete national ban on abortion? I mean, where are they? They are trying, I think, to out MAGA each other, and all MAGA wants is revenge, resentment. I think they they like that, that we all, our hair is going to go on fire if, if we hear that Trump's going to ban, you know, birthright citizenship. You know, they get off on the hair being on fire when we go, it's unconstitutional, it's crazy, this is, you know, this is un-American. They, they relish that. And um, both DeSantis and Trump are are, you know, fighting each other to who can go more off the rails on that lane while every, by the way, and it's the only freaking lane in the party, everybody else talking yep. about, you know, Chris Christie or Tim Scott or, you know, any of them there, it, it's not, it's Sununu, you know, I mean, there's some of these people have actually, you know, accomplished some things, but I don't think this party's interested in that. You're not, you're not being mean enough. Uh, You're not owning the libs you're not i mean that's all that matters to these these folks and that's what's driving I've, i i the only explanation for what's driving trump on on birthright citizenship it's also race and everything yeah all the all the 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 uh, dog whistles are in play
1: you mentioned fox news freaking out and i'm glad you brought that one up cuz it lets us move past talking about the debt ceiling there's something making the rounds today and this is right before we recorded i really want to spend some time on this I know we are working on getting a bunch of fun guests lined up and doing some really cool AI-focused shows. Looking forward to that because I think they'll be really good. This is kind of a sneak peek. This clip from uh, the White House press conference today is really something. There's been some uh, recent kind of resurgence in articles lately, which you can get to, but uh, UK scientists just made a breakthrough on something called generative AI that sounds really human. Some researchers are a little concerned, and I just want to play this clip. This is, this is uh, Peter Ducey, the Fox White House correspondent, which, for those of you who might not know, Fox News' White House correspondent is really his only job is to be a troll. He wants a quick soundbite. He wants to be interrupting press conferences and just fight with whoever's on the podium. Uh, the current White House press secretary, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, who's doing a fantastic job, her response to this is really interesting so go ahead let's let's play the clip announcements aside there is now a uh (laughs) there's an expert from the machine intelligence research institute who says that if there is not an indefinite pause on ai development this is a quote literally everyone on earth will die would you agree that does not sound good Your delivery <laughs> Peter is quite it's quite something. It sounds crazy but is it?
0: This is one of those things where I've been thinking about this for a while. Well, first of all, look, there are AI experts who have been saying in the last few weeks that AI could be an existential threat to the human race. We all we all have heard those those experts and some of them have testified about it. What's interesting about this uh, coming from Fox is, look, I I can tell you, this is telegraphing the next outrage machine that's coming. It's absolutely going to happen. You know, when I saw this, I tweeted immediately today, and I'll just quote my own tweet, this will will be sent around to the MAGA cult with cries of, we are all going to die while Dark Brandon does nothing. Trump will fix the AI threat his first day in office and Mexico will pay for it. The party this is a crazy thing. This party that denies climate science is now going to jump all over AI. It, oh, it's real baby and it's going to kill us all. They'll believe that in a nanosecond and stoke fear. Now, here's what I think uh it just sort of it just sort of clearly outlines what the relationship between Fox and the Republican Party, the mega cult crowd, is. It all is fed on anger, resentment, and fear. So it's the fear of the 700,000 storming our border, coming to get us all, go, go buy a gun, uh, protect yourself, they're coming for you, they're coming to your suburbs, it's the same thing. Now AI will be the next thing. By the way, and here's what I think is, is really the, the ingenious part. I think with AI, if you're anybody who's been looking at it, you've got some concerns. You've got some de- some, some. Right, doubts. we've talked about them. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you know, there's a real fear. What are these experts really saying when they say, Jesus could be an existential threat to to humanity. We could, we could face extinction by this. So even you don't have to be a racist. You don't have to be a bigot. You don't have to, to, to have your fear stoked on this one. Uh, although, you know, like I said, it'll be, they're just going to stoke this and it'll be another thing that dark Brandon he's sitting by. It could, by the end of this, it'll be the libs invented this shit to kill us all. Um, and you, it, no, it, watch, you watch, that's what's coming. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's to really play up everybody's fear of this stuff and to basically say, dark Brandon and the libs are doing it and watch Trump, DeSantis, they will, that's like, he took care of Disney. He will take care of AI. You know, he, just how he built that freaking wall. He will take care of AI, AI on day one. All of it bullshit. But hey, if you're afraid of this crap, you gotta be for us, because those, because Joe Biden, he can't tie his shoes. He can run circles around us on the on on the uh, on the debts <laughs> on every
1: major issue on every major but on issue. Yeah, but on the, ones, on the ones we make up, on the ones we well, make up, we are screwed. Yeah,
0: he can't handle. We're all screwed. We're all gonna die. Uh, you can't elect him be afraid, be very, very afraid. AI is coming for you along with the caravans that are, you know, that are going to storm the border. It's, it is. And by the way, the thing about this, uh being someone who's 67 years old myself, look, I don't need another freaking app. Okay. Like I know it, it, oh, older no. voters. I know where this persons, is going. Yeah. They're all sitting there saying like, <laughs> Please, you know, like I think a whole lot of media execs, you know, when all this stuff was going on. I was like, please let me get to retirement before, you know, the internet, <laughs> it's, you know, the, the, you know, fractures and fragments uh, uh, cable television. And, and, and like, so I think that older Americans, they haven't, we, we, you know, we, we are not, it's very easy to get those older Trump voters in particular uh the older the older voters who watch fox news the older voters uh who make up the base of the republican party and that obviously the trump mega cult to stoke their fear of a technology that experts are saying might might kill us all right and you know and put it in those stark in, in those starkest terms and like i said before we get to 2024 you know just watch i mean we're all concerned about the reality today of someone being able to do a use ai to create a deep fake that makes us all believe you know that trump said this or that biden said that uh, you, you know or 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 could do great damage to a a great american company because they they've created a deep fake of the ceo saying something and you know those are those are all real things but i think this is going to go beyond this i think his question was clearly i think it's like the first time you've heard you heard c r t you know critical race theory mentioned in the, in the in the in the white house briefing room by by a fox uh correspondent it's the same thing this is now their newest invention their newest invented fear that they're going to they they are going to go after our dark brand in on this one watch
1: joe i can't believe it because i was so excited to talk about that but we are just about out of time
0: well i i think i got on a soapbox a couple of times uh thanks everybody for listening to that trippy show reminder this podcast will always be free and is now part of resolutesquare.com check us out at resolutesquare.com trippy please subscribe to that trippy show and leave a review on apple or wherever you listen you can always send us a question to that trippy show at gmail.com or leave us a question in a review on iTunes. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone.